This week on This Scalarian Life, this group is finally coming to their senses. Honestly, Derek, you are an artist and your form is only getting better. But the bad company is making some errors. We should be on our goblin, that means. Now it hurts! It's fine. Will their confidence get them injured? That's a great idea, and remember, you might feel sad about that, but every setback is just an opportunity. Meanwhile, bigger things are afoot. I think at this point, you're either going to have to give up yours, or we're going to have split ways and we will come for it on our own ends. I wouldn't recommend that. Collectively, will their wisdom be their saving grace? Listen to find out. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode 147 of This Galarian Life. This week we present episode 2 of Will's special bad company version of This Galarian Life. I would say it's a doozy, but y'all are about to find out. Also, there's some super secret fun time adventures that book in the episode, so those are exciting for the main story. I really hope you guys are enjoying the interlude. I hope you've enjoyed all the interludes. Uh, it's really fun to get to do these and take a step back. Uh, we've actually been doing some in our real life campaigns and it's kind of a fun way to give people a break from characters that they play every week while also engaging in larger overall narratives. Uh, I would suggest you try it in your home games. It's pretty fun. Remember to check us out on our, the links in the descriptions below. We have Twitter, we have email, we have Instagram, we have Facebook, we have a Patreon if you want to support us. All of those as well as liking and reviewing us on iTunes and telling friends about the show really do help us grow. You've heard me say that uh, 147 times so far, so I'm not going to belabor the point. Uh, with all that being said... Let's just jump right into the episode. Presenting episode 147. I was born with a shuriken in my hand. Find ourselves in some kind of like. I, I know most of Pathfinder is like the medieval world, but this one is like very specifically like kind of European medieval. This is like Court Jester Charlie we're talking about. Uh, so, we we find ourselves in the middle of a castle, and a new recruit, Court Jester Charlie, is hanging off on the sidelines. And a uh, I don't know, one of the king's like keepers or whatever uh, comes up to him and says, "You know, Court Jester Charlie, I really want you to do well at this job. Uh, so I I have a suggestion. It's almost the king's birthday, so why don't you?" Go get him something nice. I'll give you the money for it. Uh, but you can tell him it's you. That way, you know, he, he appreciates you. I'll give you an idea of something. There's a, a magic dealer in the city. I think his name is Dave. Chappelle? No, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <clears throat> he has these mealback cords that kind of keeps, like, under the counter. Keeps them secret. Like, they work like normal mealback cords, but there's, like extra special to him uh so i know the king has had his eyes on those but he hasn't had the gumption to go out and get them himself so here's the gold you need to buy him go ahead and get him 
think it's the sixth stall down the main drag. Uh, so Court Jester Charlie makes his way way to the city. Uh, upon entering, he there's a large crowd of folks uh, hanging around uh, a bard who's singing uh, various bard songs about the king and the city. Uh, Charlie didn't. Charlie just kind of like sneaks around it. He doesn't really care for it that much. Um, <clears throat> so he, he keeps walking. He finds the, the market district, finds the fourth stall, finds the fifth. There's the sixth stall. He finds, he finds the stall he's looking for. And as he's about to get there, he trips and falls over a, a little tiny stone on the ground. Stands up real quick, examines himself. He just scraped his knee. It wasn't wasn't that big a deal. Uh, and then he haggles for about 20 minutes with the guy. And he gives him the, the cords under the uh, condition. He gives him a little discount uh, under the condition that he uses them to help load up a, like a cart in the back. Uh, which, you know, the muleback cords <clears throat> let you like do like huge lifts. They like multiply your your lifts or your strength for lifting and carrying by like four i think so he's able to lift really quick and really heavy uh and eventually uh he gets back to town and his his boss leads him into the king's chamber the king's sitting at a piano uh as he's wont to do and charlie prevents presents the gift and the king is shocked and says thank you court jester charlie this is exactly what I've always wanted. How did you know? I'm simply stunned, baffled. Here, let me give you a gift in return to show you how much I appreciate. Let me write you a song. And then the baffled king composes Hallelujah. Huh. How does that one go? <laughs> Derek, I need you to sing the entirety of the song. <laughs> so that so I never no. You, Jeff. I there. I've heard there was a secret chord, which are the mule back chords, that David, the the guy who yep. owned the shop. Yeah. Yeah, keep going, bitch. We don't uh, have it. <laughs> you don't really care for music, do you, Charlie? Which is why he avoided the bard. He went past the fourth, the fifth. He had a minor yep. fall and some major lifts. And then the yep. baffled king composed Hallelujah. Yep, you, you did it, Derek. You, you need us. You got us. It's on site, motherfucker. Swing by next week. Good episode. Oh, this is week two in a row or something like this. Honestly, Derek, you are an artist and your form is only getting better. I would listen to William. Listen to me. Yeah, so I did fall nice. for it, though. Hook, line, and sinker. Mm-hmm. And that's the worst part. <laughs> I, I was going to say, if somebody realized what I was doing before I finished, I was going to give them a plus one to an attack roll for this episode. One attack roll. Exactly. Well, you have to call it before you roll. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'd allow it. Well, well it would have been for my part, not yours, Will. You know what's really funny, though? Yeah, I just got, got it, right? And I was literally like, what were the fucking words to that Hallelujah song? Oh, and I was God. just been stewing on it for that whole minute there. And I just got it. Um, yeah, so uh, in my portion of the game, not a lot happened last week. Um, I, I assume at some point you all are going to uh, teleport back into Krogodon and get that all started. Or, or are you just going to, you know, 
fuck off. Abandon the war. That is always appealing. No, it's not. Okay, what? Who are you playing, Jeff? That's Teresha's new voice. Oh no, I'm fucking pissed. She took up smoking. So then you, I mean, eventually you figure out when you're going to teleport. I don't know, maybe you stay a week, maybe you stay a little while longer, but eventually, and we can do some of this stuff like timeline out of order if we want to, uh, but eventually uh, you decide it's time to go back to Kraganon. And the night before you teleport, you're gathering up everything you think you need from town, and then you lay your weary heads to bed. And uh, Penny, as you're falling asleep, you hear a voice in your head. I'm sorry I've stayed quiet. You must understand as an inanimate object, I... uh, It's hard for me to trust. Yeah. Holy shit. Cyrix! She won't be able to hear me. I'm sorry. Cyrix! What's going on? Come out here! Because I sleep in her living room. Uh, <laughs> what's all that yelling about? <laughs> Why are we yelling? The sword uh, speaks like... to me! Oh no! Tell your brother is very small. I can hear you too. Laura, Laura wake up! I am awake. Laura, you, you hear some bubbles coming from the next room, and then Sarah, or, yeah, Sarah starts coughing. God damn it, Derek. Why do you keep pushing this fucking shit narrative? You fucking piece of shit. I take it back. You're fu- you're not an artist. You're a piece of shit. All right. Let it talk to me. All right. Go ahead. I'm, I must say I'm quite angry about coming into your possession. Not necessarily because it's you. Just my previous owner kind of fucked me on that one. Um, but I should give you this feel about... What I am and what I do. My name is Beast Claw, and I make deals. Basically, I'll help you achieve whatever goals you want to achieve, as long as you promise to help me uh, achieve one of my goals. And as a special discount for you, I don't want to do the thing I normally do. I just want to punish somebody so I can I've got plenty of magic power similar to wish spells I suppose if that makes sense give me a name Richard Kuklinski meanwhile in the past okay so you all uh, murdered the shit out of those uh, thug guards uh, you kicked the door. Well, you didn't really kick the door in so much as you exploded it in, if I remember correctly. Everything you're saying might be factually accurate, William, but you'll never prove it in a court of law because we atomized their bodies. There's well, no, there's no hard evidence. Well, you did learn from the people who were inside the bar, uh, who quickly spoke to you because you fucking killed their friends and exploded their door. Uh, that the clown that you all are looking for, your lead. Uh, has actually been captured by the Malthoon uh, military here in town, which proves as a slight problem for y'all, because you do have orders to try and keep this Tugnamita Bonestone thing under wraps as much as you can, but unfortunately the Malthoon forces are also looking for her. But uh, you know that uh, they gave her, or, or that they gave the clown uh, to a particular camp, um, and you know where that is. 
You also know that in the next hour, maybe two hours, it's going to rain. Why do I care about rain? Because... Oh, you, you really? It's it's because Eames, who isn't here at the moment, uh, gave the or did the very tactical decision to cast detect. Uh, what was it? Detect just, weather. Yeah, you, uh, you know, I remember all that. I just the way you said it made me think that you went full maniac and incorporated it into a plot point. I was very scared. Well, you know, I have to now. So, Fuck. my powers oh, are running in the water because of you, Eames. I have to incorporate the weather into the story. Thank you. Oh God. Um. Now, there is the slight problem of you are a bunch of hobgoblin mercenaries, and you're going to have to enter a main Malthoon camp. All right, let's go uh, scout it out. Can we go do a little scout scout? Sure. Um, it is... What voice was I doing last week? Uh, it was a southern bell southern that's bell. very okay. proud of oh. their new pussy. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Got yourself on the backswing, player. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, you you want to do some uh, scouting? What is uh, what's your plan there? So I I want to find the location of the place, and then ideally get like as far away as I can of it with while still looking at it. So like you know on a hill maybe right. looking over. You can probably find a hill. It is a military camp, so it's or a, a tree. Both work. No. There aren't any trees nearby. It's a it's a military camp. There's lots of tents. Um, it looks like the Malthoon army might be getting ready to gear up and move around. Uh, at least this particular branch is. All right. Um, could I get a perception check? Uh, actually, who all is going to be joining in on this scouting mission? Oh, I we're going to be like a kilometer away. So I want all of us at least a kilometer away. I'm not and supposed to want... be seeing a map right now, am I? No, yeah. you're not. Okay. You're supposed to see a hobgoblin, the Iron Fang Legion, and Malthoon burning down an innocent village because they're evil. Got it, got it. Okay, Uh, well then, could I get a perception check from everyone as you're kind of trying to scout out this camp from a distance? What do you see? Uh, 30. 21. All right, Three-Eyed Jimmy and Elric. Is that how you say your name, Eames? It's Alric. Actually, Alric. My all right. All right. Well, Although you I all. Like the little stain you put on the end of it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you all are able to gaze into this camp, uh, particularly uh, Three-Eyed Jimmy. You you can notice there's a particularly large uh, tent in the middle of the camp that's uh, made out of like a red fabric. It looks like it's probably an officer's tent. Uh, you notice. Uh, a very high-ranking individual and a kind of... They don't look like a traditional Malthuni officer. They seem to be going in and out of that tent a lot. Also, uh, a good frame of reference is if there's anything going on in a Malthuni camp, it's probably happening in the officers' quarters because everyone else is shit compared to the officers. Good eye! Uh, Yet again, I pull up the eye patch to reveal a second eye and wink. God, it's so disturbing. Two more eyes under that. Wasn't it like... <laughs> Just you wait. I mean, he says he is named Three-Eyed Jimmy, but... You know. Oh, he's got one. The punchline or the climax, however you want to phrase it, is next episode. Gotcha. Hmm. Right, so you've got a camp. Uh, you've probably got a good idea of where, they're, where it's being held. It is uh, a little awkwardly in the middle of the camp. One of us to sneak in? Well, does anybody here possess, perhaps, stealth magics? And I reach into my pocket, and I pull out five potions of invisibility. 
I, uh, you see, uh, Gatun, like, inhales very deeply, and then exhales, and as he does it, like, fire forms out of his mouth, and he starts cradling in his hand a forming shape, and it, when it finally gets done, it's this, like, three-foot-long, tiny little dinosaur that's burning red-hot as if made out of elemental fire. Aw. Perhaps he could sneak in. Eh, very hot. Burn thing. Get caught? It's, it's starting to peck at your eye. Oh, eh, eh, eh. Oh, God. They're getting so into sure, it. Please. It's got a plus four on CMB. Be careful. This is, this is like a leopard to you. This is like a leopard or a tiger. Please. You should be honored, goblin. That means it's it birds. It's fine. The heat reminds you you're not dead. Uh, climb on top of 3A Jimmy. Literally, right. that's my familiar. Fuck off. Uh, Three-Eyed Jimmy spits out a little bit of fly tobacco on the ground. And, and the dinosaur eats the fly because he loves fly guts. I start uh, picking at the, the bugs on Three-Eyed Jimmy. All right, so we've got the invisibility potion option. Uh, we also apparently have the send in a fire elemental option. How dare you? It is just a, comp- a composognus that literally is only... Uh, aesthetically different than the regular familiar. Well, you know, at least it isn't a fucking fire method. Uh, what are y'all doing? You've got a plan? I say we just burn the whole fucking place down. Alright, your plan's overruled. How many can there be? Uh, looks like 184. I got 120 foot of range. Bring him at me, you slow him down. Uh, no. Oh, fuck. Sure, do you have any ideas? What we could do, <laughs> what I'm thinking anyway, is that a couple steps, calm emotions, cast that, then commune with birds. If all that doesn't work, I've got to ace up my sleeve, contact entity. <laughs> we can ask eldritch entities to find and converse with them. Is that just you calling your father on your cell phone? <laughs> it, it may be. It may be. It may be just that. But check this out. These rose Twitter emojis are calling him some sort of eldritch beast just because he worked hard for everything he asked. Boy, I was not expecting that kind of commentary on my bad company again. <laughs> no, fair enough. Mub kind of looks at e- Elrach and then looks at uh, Derek, what's your character's name? <clears throat> Shurg. And then they look at Shurg and then right at 3A Jimmy and kind of sits down on the ground and rub, starts rubbing his very oversized goblin head. Gross. I tell you this, what if we lure them to us? Well, I think if we make an inviting enough campground and, and perhaps sound of merriment and music, they may just come over by themselves. We may not even have to infiltrate. Maybe. Wait, I should have asked this a long time ago. Are you, any of you skilled at the art of lying? Never no. Well, I gotta say it's about with that no. <laughs> oh, I actually, I actually am good. Fuck. This is easy. We just say we're defecting. They'll let us in, and we kill we're them. We're part of the Malthoni army. Exa- exactly. So if we now, say we're defecting, they'll kill us. Now I don't like to blame these type of things, but do you think there may be an element of racism at play here? No. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's, it's 4,200 past that shit. But I thought they didn't like us because we were hoppers. Oh, yeah. No, it's because we're dicks. Well, that too, but they don't know that yet. Eames, did you just say hoppers? I did. 
Hopper for the chat, please. I'm gonna have to remember that for Laura. <laughs> All right, so there's the invisibility plan, the send in the familiar plan, and the lure them out uh, to seduce them plan. I kind of zoned out there for a second. I was That's like, like no I was saying there's two no, sides to the vaccine thing, Will. I said nothing about seduction. Yeah, that was mostly me. Derek, why did you waste that 20? Because uh, somebody said seduction, so I had to roll a right check. That's my character oh. arc. Oh. I'll try helping my familiar. God damn <clears throat> Let's just do the invisibility. The invisibility plan? At, at the end of this, can we reveal 3 eye Jimmy as a Texas Ranger? Yeah. Just at the very end of the campaign. <laughs> with what I have planned, just like 3 eye Jimmy sets his, sets his wallet down to like go join everyone for a little get-together and reveal he's a fucking Texas <laughs> Ranger. <laughs> yeah. Let's dap up. All right, you all grab an invisibility potion, drink it, and proceed to get... Well, I guess you probably get a little bit closer and then drink them out of sight. And you make your way into the camp. All right, uh, as you approach the camp invisibly, um, it does look like they're um, they're taking a bit of a rest. Uh, it looks like the rain coming in in a, about an hour uh, has delayed them, so they're kind of... Uh, they're, they're packed up and ready to go as soon as the rain breaks. But for the most part, most people are just chilling in their tents. Um, you can uh, set yourselves on whichever side you want to approach from on the map. I do Where? recommend that you all stay together. No, Derek, there's a guard there. Not anymore. You all arrive uh, at the camp. Uh, you see that big red tent that you all uh, suspect uh, your uh, clown target slash informant is in. I'm going to go over here. And uh, can I, like, peek under the tent? Oh, sure. Give me a stealth check. You are invisible. Uh, I got a 33. 33. Good job. Wow. All right. Um, You poke your head under and peek inside this uh, officer tent. It's very lavishly furnished. There's a... Some nice. There's a nice bed, a nice de- a mobile desk. Um, there is also what appears to be a high-ranking officer, some kind of inquisitor-like individual, and a very beat-up halfling clown. Good. Why is that good, Derek? He's just an innocent clown. There's no such thing. Derek is anti-clown. Uh, the clown union will hear of this, and uh, your dues will not be repaid, Derek. Why would I? If I hate clowns, why would I have given? Join the union. Because you are a clowner. <coughs> Am I a clown, Pinkerton? That's such a... Don't ever say that again, please. Can you imagine? Can you imagine uh, trying to bust up a clown union? The fucking... There's Zappanee with the handshake gimmick. They got they got banana cream pies. <laughs> they oddly have large hammers and frying pans on hand at all times. You're rushing your pregnant wife to the hospital to give birth, and as they load her onto the bed, the whoopee cushion's revealed. They're everywhere. <laughs> All right, but uh, inside you do see uh, they are questioning this uh, poor halfling uh, who doesn't seem to be uh, super all together. He might have taken a few too many blows to the head. To okay. head. Uh, do you want to eavesdrop or are you going to sure, go report? Sure, eavesdrop. All right. Uh, the inquisitor-looking individual, uh, he's kind of uh, gives the halfling a shake. Uh, the halfling's slightly is mostly non-responsive. Uh, and he kind of just sets him down in the chair they have him in. Uh, this one's too weak. Those thugs we got him from had already gotten most out of him and beat him up too much. The uh, general type. 
Uh, we need to find the location of where that circus is going so that we can find this dwarf. Uh, I can't believe I'm being sent on such an assignment. Honestly, why have a whole army of filthy hobgoblins? Why not have them do all the dirty work? Is there a nice painting in there? There's like a tap. There's a nice tapestry that shows. All right, I'm gonna throw my star and have it cut it. What? And then have it come back, but without them knowing it was me. Give me another stealth check, I guess, to hide your location. Well, um, I guess you're destroying an object, so your invisibility wouldn't break. You're not targeting a person. I believe it. Did you take the sniper feet? <laughs> I did not. We'll say it cancels out my invisibility. I got Ooh, 34. 34. Uh, so with a 34, uh, you do successfully heat one of your stars, uh, and it kind of blows a hole through uh, the tapestry and probably goes through the tent, honestly. And then you have your little returning thing, and it reappears in your hand. And then I walk over to my friends. Uh, as you're walking away, you hear uh, the general go, What on earth just happened to my nice tapestry? And then it starts to rain. You've probably still got another, like, three-fourths of an hour before it starts to rain. Yeah, uh, they're also searching for Tuckabina Beanstone, but they don't know. And the clown's kind of beat up. Heal the clown. Why don't we kill the clown? Then they won't know anything either. That doesn't make any fucking sense. What do you mean? We gotta know the thing. We can kill the clown after we know the thing. Okay. The clown has to think it's gonna live. Yeah, so that seemed pretty fucking slim there, mate. Maybe you should try. All right. Quiet voice. I can't. It's I can by the ass of my goddess. It's just too bassy. It just carries. Sounds like, is there a fucking cat parrot outside the tent? Does anybody have teleport? I swear, if I don't play a caster, nobody else does either. What caster are you? You're a divine caster, not an arcane. We can go play Uh, top in those. That's true, Eames. You know what? You do know more about Pathfinder than me. It is true. True. Um, You may know more about some of the, some of the, you know, more, how should I put this, low class details. (laughs) But in terms of, you know, book reading, I'm probably one of the most advanced spellcasters in the game. Oh, I have an idea. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, everybody ready? So, I need... Uh, 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 you! You need to make fire! Can you do that? Yes. Uh, I like to imagine that you didn't point at the fire kineticist. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just point? haven't really noticed it exactly. I thought he's, like, casted spells. I'm not very aware, you see. And then I'm like, and you... You, uh, you're fast, right? Yeah, you and the cat are fast? Yeah. My cast greater animal aspect raptor on the, 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 the boy. The, um, I can pay it. You, you can shoot far, right? Okay. And you can, uh, you're a spellcaster, so you can help us out in tricky situations. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. You should cover our, uh, you should cover our escape three-eyed Jimmy, and if it gets hairy, start firing. And you should make a distraction by starting a fire. I'll be over there, making noise with the witch, and whenever those people leave, you go under the tent, very obviously, grab, grab the clown, and run out. Just run. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right, I take, I want to take, a. the witch with me. Not through the tent, but over here. Also, they are a shaman. 
I'm so sorry. That's kind of a offensive by me, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, you uh, sneak over there using your invisibility. Uh, what? Uh, what? What's the plan again, real quick, for me? Uh, I didn't have a complete thought, and by I didn't, I mean my my character didn't. Once again, what is the plan? It's All right, I think we're gonna start a distraction to to draw some people away. Maybe they're gonna run in there with that cat who moves. I assume very fucking fast right now. Uh, run at 350 feet. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, and they're just going to get out of there, and I don't know, maybe the goblin's holding on to the side of the cat in a bag of holding. Three-eyed and- Jimmy. The witch and I are going to stay... Oh, go ahead. Do you have any of those bugs on you that I might borrow for a moment? Oh, no, don't be goddammit. Used? Well, I, I prefer a lie. Uh, Three-eyed Jimmy spits his tongue out and catches a frog, uh, spits it out and hands it to... Alright, and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and get this party started by casting Animal Messenger, which sends a tiny animal to a specific place, and I'm gonna get that frog hopping, and if I know them, they won't be able to take their eyes off of it. <laughs> that is fair. <laughs> I'm gonna be very concerned. Okay, so what's, so what's the message and who's it going to? Will yeah. somebody kiss me so I can become human again? Well, the animal, I mean, it, the message, it's not so much a message as it is the animal itself being the message. The message being, look at this frog. <laughs> look at me. So oh my god. Are you passing this on three-eyed Jimmy? How about this? How about this? No, I think oh, you no, misspoke no. and you said you caught a frog with your tongue, and I think you meant oh, you caught okay. a fly. <laughs> frog, yeah, it's the frog. And here's, here's another thing. If I combine that with animal purpose training, I can make this frog have a machine gun on his head. <laughs> That's true. Well, you know, that is going to take you some downtime to train it fully. But, uh... I believe that's the case. Once again, I hate to, you know, pull this card on you, but I think my expertise on this subject matter is, is unquestionable. In the meantime, uh, so we've got a frog distraction, we've got a fire distraction. Uh, what is Three Guy Jimmy doing during this plan? Um, I'm just... Down. Hiding as close as I can to where they're going to be going uh, without being spotted so that I can, like, cover an exit. Okay. Like, if things go bad, the guy Jimmy, Jimmy can bust out the cat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, okay, the cat's escape route, I'm not sure which way it's going to go, but we're going to go the direction that isn't its route, nor is it the fire route. We're going to fight our way probably out of this camp. We'll, like, stealth for the most part, I think. But if fighting comes up, we'll just do it quickly and efficiently and get the fuck on and keep moving. Because that way right. there'll be like four distractions in play and maybe our path will be okay. Uh, what f- uh, What are you going to set on fire? I'm just going to launch a 120-foot burning infusion the exact opposite way the escape path of the cat is. Okay. <clears throat> so I guess, uh, uh, what exactly, is it like an AoE fire or? No, it's it's. I'm aiming at a tent. Uh, and it'll just hit it and presumably light it on fire and the burning infusion. Actually, that's not necessary, but if it is, it just makes it so whatever it hits starts taking fire damage every round because it's quite literally on fire now, too. Dangerous dangerous fire. Yeah. All right, so the little frog starts hopping in camp, uh, catching a few guards' eyes. They're like, where did that fucking frog come from? And then uh, several guards' eyes are distracted uh, by the uh, sight of several tents rapidly catching on fire, and several voices cry out, "Fire! Fire! We've got a fire in the camp!" 
Uh, to which uh, this the officer uh, emerges from his tent and he's like, fire! Uh, and he's going to start trying to uh, get people directed uh, to putting that out. Uh, several of these guards around him are uh, they're all heading towards the fire. I uh, lift up this side of the tent and I say, psst, to the last guy there. What? You see the last guy in there? I mean, other than the clown, yeah. <coughs> I say, psst. Huh? Who's there? Secret message. Uh, he draws a, a short sword. And uh, he, because he can't see you because you're invisible, and he's uh, just kind of like eyeing the spot where the tent is just strangely propped up. It's about the dwarf. He's just gonna stay where he is, and he points his short sword at, well, not really at you, but in your direction, because you are still invisible. Um, say what you want from there. I'm not gonna get any closer. Okay, okay, okay. And then I'm gonna, I'm gonna quietly be like, the dwarf. And, then, and as I'm like speaking, I'm like perfectly aiming a single, a single uh, shooting star, and I'm gonna go for a trip. I guess uh, roll it. Uh, what what is a uh, god and one e? What is it if you're tripping someone? Uh, for me, for me, it's a uh, it's basically a ranged attack roll because I'm using my ninja star or my shuriken. Is it still right. against CMD or? Yeah, it's still against CMD. Roll it. Fucker is flat-footed right now. CMD could be real low. Damn it! I rolled a four. That might be okay. That might be That's enough. Twenty-five. So, uh, yeah, you just yeet your uh, shuriken, and it just catches him in the shin, and uh, he just fucking falls over. <laughs> and as he falls, I yell, uh, "Shirk now!" Last. A huge. Uh, Warcat bursts through the tent uh, invisibly. <laughs> All the more terrifying. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Mub? Mud? Mub. Mub. Uh, you are visible because you did take an attack action. Um, and I'm going to assume you're going to follow through by picking up the semi conscious uh, halfling and just fucking booking it. Yeah. <laughs> well, are we. Theodore yes. minding this, or...? Yeah, basically, grab the thing and dip. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> I can roll a grapple attempt if you want me to. Uh, they're basically unconscious. You're just picking them up. Okay. And then I... I guess it'd probably be best to, to just run straight. I think that seems more thematic. Well, uh... That way's the fire. Yeah. Uh, then I double back. There you go. Oh, God! You have the speed! All right, as you, you run in, you grab him, and then you burst out. And as you're bursting out, uh, this Inquisitor type, uh, holding his shin, starts screaming, We've got intruders! Intruders in the camp! And he's running out, screaming. And uh, I'm going to assume that you're all going to dip as quickly as possible. It's and just a problem. Uh, I do need a stealth check from you, Mub. You're probably going to pass because there's so much chaos. But you're no longer invisible. Unless you have another invisibility potion you want to use. I do not. Uh, I have a greater invisibility for emergencies, and I can use it around at a time. But yes, I will try to sneak out. Give me that stealth check as you all are quickly and quietly uh, exfilling. All of us stealth check here? No, just... Gotcha. Ooh. World's 28. Um, due to the chaos of the camp and the fact that you all are running the opposite direction that everyone else is running, and uh, you're very small, you see, uh, you do manage to go unseen. And as you all are making a break out of the camp. 
uh, you hear the low rumble of thunder in the distance as a storm is blowing in. Uh, you're still in the Malthuni capital with a prisoner who's not, who technically belongs to the Malthuni military right now. If it's been a couple minutes, I might technically be in Nermathos by now. I'm going very fast. Well, I hate to, to repeat myself, but maybe I could, maybe I could, um, try this animal messenger again. Now, this is, how tiny is this prisoner? Do you have a, He's a healing spell? A healing spell? Yeah. I don't really believe in, in such things. I cast your right wounds. No, we... Okay, that works, too. But where do you all want to rendezvous? Oh, uh... The middle of the forest somewhere? Maybe, like, in a cave? I don't know about a cave, but you could probably find a secluded area. Could you give me a survival check? I will aid. Who else has oh, got I've survival? Got, actually, I've got this, too. Hold on, just a second. I would like to cast Web Shelter. <laughs> I can help with survival. Yeah, just for good measure. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, what were you saying about that shelter spell, Eames? Web shelter creates a comfortable shelter made of webbing. All right, well, uh, with that fucking 39... I did it. I finally uh, rolled good. Proud of you, Derek. I don't uh, understand why that shelter doesn't count. Oh, it will. It's just... Uh, it's that... It's like sure finds the perfect spot for a, shel- a web shelter. And you cast uh, web shelter, and like we just throw a bunch of sticks on it, and it looks like it's ground. But really, it's a small valley, and we're able to like stand in it very well. I see, I see. All right, so you find a secluded area uh, just outside the city, uh, which does pair well with the uh, webbing spell, the web shelter. And uh, you manage to cast heal on uh, this halfling clown. Uh, hi. Uh, uh, hello. He, he's kind of come to the realization that he is, in fact, surrounded by hobgoblins, a goblin, and a uh, gripply. I will say, uh, you got you got kind of lucky today. Um, a lot of people are looking for the circus, but we're the only group that's not going to eat you. Yeah. Right. Oh. Nope. Yeah, nope. I told them you'll answer the questions. We don't get to eat you. That's the deal. Well, you know, I've told this story three times now, so sure, why not? My name's uh, Gildry. Gildry, a clown by profession. Um, I'm assuming you all are either adventurers or mercenaries? Yeah. Um, Second. Right. Harris. Um, Iron Fang, I'm guessing? He kind of points at one of your badges. No. No, 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 no. I cover the badge. Definitely not Iron Fang, but continue. Uh, He kind of panically nods like, okay, yeah, you're not Iron Fang, yeah. I get you. Just like you're not dead. That was the, that's what he's agreeing. Well, that, I'm, uh, I'm just driving the point home. Well, now What the hell did that frog just say? That the frog said, "We're the circus." They they're probably uh, heading north. Uh, I assume you know about the dwarf lady? Uh, Apparently her and her friends uh, were some diplomatic mission, and they were hanging out with us while we traveled to the capital, and and, uh, something went bad, and all of her friends are dead now, including her brother, Meatwad. He had a shotgun. He was terrifying. Where's she at now? I assume with them... 
uh, they packed up and left, uh, but I would have joined them if I hadn't have uh, gotten captured by those uh, thugs in the middle of uh, preparing to leave. He kind of rubs his he rubs his jaw. It looks like uh, your eight points of healing uh, brought him back to consciousness, but he's still pretty fucked up. Like he basically had the mafia go at him and a military inquisitor. I want to learn more. You know, he's feeling pretty good. You know, you can't imagine as a clown, he has. God, what would a clown be as like an NPC, an expert? Oh, no. In that circus, they'd they'd be a prestige class. That's true. I I, I yell out, everybody over here, we're going to have a huddle real quick. And I go to the corner. Everybody (laughs) over here. You just leave him in the other corner. He's just twiddling his thumbs. Uh, For for a solid 20 seconds, uh, I I go, not saying anything and just looking at him while that while I do that. He looks very Jimmy, confused Jimmy and Jimmy like nod, nods very like sagely like Go he understands on. exactly what you're saying. I, I, I lick my lips and then I look over the halfling and smile. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? He looks even more concerned than he did before and he's kind of nervously shifting and he's like taking off his like little jingly clown hat and he's kind of like holding it in his hands and fiddling with it and trying not to look at you all as you all are directly making eye contact with him. Listen, we can cut to the chase here. I can make him blind or deaf. But, but, He's so pitiful. It's right, I'm so pitiful. Please don't hurt me. You didn't hear any of that. So now pitiful. you definitely aren't going to hear that once I cast this in a minute. No, no. Don't you dare. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, now, now here. I'm going to create... Him, I can create food or water, and I'm going to create him. Don't you poison that food or water? No, I'm not going to poison it. I'm, yeah, I'm giving this little guy a snack. Going to give him some fruit gushies and and a high, a high C. <laughs> Conjures poison food. Yeah, poison apple. Why is that on your list? All right, so uh, I don't want to kill this guy. He seems nice. He kind of awkwardly smiles and nods whenever you say he's nice and just kind of like uh, jingles his like little jester bells. Like, I think he's holding out on us. I think he knows exactly where that bean stone is. All right. No, why can't he take some circus? Smart, smart. All right, what do you think? And I look at a uh, uh, Shurg. I think that's... I don't care. So you want to turn him deaf. Uh, you want to kill him. And you want to follow him to take him to the circus. I didn't say kill him. I just said he's holding out on us. I I just think we shouldn't leave things to chance is all. Okay. If we we should go with Three-Eyed Jimmy's idea. Why the fuck would I want to go to the circus? So we could get the dwarf, which is our fucking job? No, that's not where she is. Then where is she? You heard that little fucker. Even in his lie, he said she wasn't there. What? Is that true? Uh, she was with him last I saw when we were packing up to leave, but she probably split off from the main group. What? How is he like? Goblin, your your memories are temporally disjointed. Yes, it's true. The last time he saw this bean stone, she was at the circus. But then when the circus fled, she fled as well in opposite directions. I don't know if that's true. You shut up! You don't have to Yeah, what the fuck do you know, guy? Yeah, seriously, shut up! All right, listen. Here's why I think you're wrong. And I'm just like, I, I level, I try to like level, I like climb up on three, I 
and then get like eye level with uh, Gitan, yeah. and I'm like, listen, we follow him to the circus. We give him to the circus. The circus tells us where the dwarf is as an exchange. That's good enough for me. All right. I know you guys said not to poison, but I gotta be honest with you, I'm feeling a little bad about this now. I, I did cast Languid Venom, so, you know, you couldn't... Oh, no, it, I hate that! And it delayed his... Uh-oh. Yeah, that's not good. Ooh, I don't no. think I beat that DC. It's uh, okay. Just bl- blind him the entire way. He can't see our faces. The poison I use turns you into an annoying little rodent, so it appears it's already taken effect on you. Oh, uh, I would have you that before. But that was kind of a joke. Right. If if you take me to my tent, I could get my meager belongings. We don't have to take my tent. We can leave it there. That's fine. Yeah, but, yeah. We'll leave it there. And uh, is that we'll, uh, is that tent even slightly out of our way? Well, I mean, you know what the answer is, boy. Hey, get walking. Hey, hey, listen. We can't take the whole tent. Two things. We can take his stuff as our own and give him the clothes that won't fit, and then you can burn his tent to burn the evidence. That's a great idea, and remember, you might feel sad about that, but every setback is just an opportunity. <laughs> As you're casting blindness. <laughs> Could you just I... blindfold me, please? We can, can remove try... it whatever we get there. Can I try to calm him down, I guess, with like a, some sort of diplomacy? Oh, yeah, okay. roll diplomacy. I'll send right my flaming velociraptor to calm him down. Hold on. That's right, not diplomacy. That's what I have. <laughs> Here, all the diplomacy. Listen, listen, listen. If you even trip, this guy will burn you. Just don't trip. <laughs> don't worry, I'm a doctor. I'm cooperating. Just don't hurt me. I'm just a little clown fella. God, he's so pitiful. I don't want to do anything. I'll do whatever you want, just don't eat me or blind me. We're like joking at this point, very obviously, but he hasn't got it because we're. Oh, what well, do you know? The clown can't take a joke. This is your fours for diplomacy, threes for heels, two for diplomacy. Exactly. I've got He's the, very convinced that you're all just going to murder him and leave him in a ditch somewhere. Well, and on that note, I've got a huge smile on my face as I cast Mindlock's Messenger, where I can get, uh, the target gains a message that can be given only to its intended recipient, and it's just the message is just detailing how he's going to be tortured and killed. Oh God! <laughs> what alignment are you, Eames? Don't worry about. It. Don't worry about. It. Evil. I just adjusted my alignment. Well, thank God that someone's taken initiative. Well, does that mean divide repercussions? He is... You You have terrified this halfling to the point where he'll basically do anything you ask him to. That was the best intimidation we've ever pulled off as a group there. That That's was, true. That Not a single intimidate well, check was made. We, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think we did, did good to. cop for bad cops so well. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, let's go to this bucket. Well, yes, you sir. said anything? I'll be right back. What? Anything? Oh, uh, Derek! Do no. anything? No, Derek. That is I've bad. I've got a new mount. What? <laughs> You're fuck? bigger than him. He can't. He's a. He's got like eight strength. He's a tumbling clown. He can't carry you. No, I, I can put my animal aspects on him. He can. He has plus four strength now. All right. So uh, we start walking to the the place. Uh, I'm following the gnome very or the halfling very closely. Let's just put him on the cat. 
with me. I don't mind that at all, actually. I appreciate you. All right, yeah. Now, the, r- the real question is, do you sit him in front of you on your lap, or does he ride bitch behind you? He's in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. All right, so... Lines are going, just overdrive. All right, as you arrive to the muddy field that once was the circus where a lone tent now stands, there, uh, that, that thunderstorm's getting pretty close. And you, uh, what exactly are your plans for this, uh, tent? I, I just need to get a few things. Try to the goblin what you need. The goblin will retrieve the items. You're not going in that tent. I don't know what that sound was, Sir Goblin. Tell me. I need my, I need my makeup. And under my cot, there's a, uh, there's a small box. If you could bring that out. Does that have a love letter to your girlfriend in it? <laughs> no. And I, run over, value, perhaps? and I run over and I peek into the tent. Uh, it looks about the same as how you all fucking left. Oh, so we could have got this stuff before. I go over and uh, get the makeup, put it in a bag. Didn't one of you already steal it? Steal what? The we makeup. Thought... Oh, yeah, I think we did. Oh, shit. But, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure Eel Rock took it, right? I take, um, <laughs> are there any rocks around? Or, like, other things that uh, make a jingle? That make a what? Jing- like, it'll sound like makeup? Uh, God, jewelry? I guess, like, a, a sleight of hand kind of thing for the hi- or a bluff check for the hide. But you, you could find something to, like, make that. I guess it would too be much a bluff work. check. Too much work. I'm going to the bed. I'm just getting the thing. Okay. You have, under the cot, uh, you do find a small box. Uh, well, the cot has been tossed around, but you can find where the cot used to be. There is a small box. I take the box. I open it. It is locked. I pocket it. You pocket the box. Then I run outside. You run outside. Uh, what do you do? Uh, everybody's just standing there watching. Uh, who is I the makeup? Assume, oh, uh, Eames's character does. I, and I reach into Eames's purse, and I pull out one of his pieces of makeup, and I give it to him. Oh, uh, thank you. The rest and, is hers. Uh, fair enough. Uh, did you find my box? No. The guards took it. Oh, that, that figures. Okay. Nah, I'm just kidding. It's right here. Oh, uh, thanks. Uh, he pockets it. Right. Well, oh, I didn't give it to him. Hold on. What? I thought you gave it to him. No, I'm just showing him that I have it. He kind of expectantly looks at you to hand it to him. Well, think about eyes. it. Find the dwarf. What? I mean, I'm going to... I toss it to the fire kineticist. Please, that's, it has a family heirloom. It's got a locket with a picture in it. Well, I'll, be, I'll be the judge of that. I open it. It is locked. Oh. I, I have the key. I was you toss it my way right now, but No, no. Keep the key. Guard the box. Keep it secret. Keep it safe. Save the cheerleaders. Save the world. Just call it collateral. Right. Well, there's a thunderstorm coming in, so we better get started. Fuck the rain. I pull out oh. my wayfinder. North. Yes, north. There's obvious dark thunderclouds above, <laughs> and you can hear the rumble every couple seconds. <laughs> right. Um, the, they were taking the road north. Let's go, I guess. We start walking. I need a little more enthusiasm from you, mister. Mm-hmm. Take charge. Be a go-getter. Don't actually take charge. We'd kill you instantly, but, you know. <laughs> this is right. all true. I, for one, don't mind non-goblinoid leaders. I think they know best for us. I say something horribly cruel to you and Goblin. (laughs) 
uh, my character instantly shuts down. What a lazy way to do that, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> I, say, I say something horribly. Well, crazy. you know, I have a few ideas. <laughs> but I don't want to... idea. Oh, was it, oh, were you just saving Derek from having to edit something? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Audience. That makes sense. Audience, tweet us with what Jeff's character said. Yes. Oh, please don't. Up to <laughs> uh, since you all quite successfully circumvented the only combat I had planned for this, you all hit the road. Uh, you do have several hours of traveling through rain bogging down your travel slowing you down uh you have to turn up the turn up your cloaks as you travel uh but you do make a couple days journey and we'll leave off right as you get to the next town and you can see the circus tents by the way if that's derek DMing, there's no chance we avoid that combat true because <laughs> derek tries to convince us william's characters just piss themselves <laughs> and it's like, uh, I don't want to kick this guy. He's pathetic. Oh. <laughs> you see, Derek, that's the true secret to not having the players uh, kill them. If you sass the players in any capacity, their ego will cause them to murder. Meanwhile, in the present. The dwarves in Kragadon are freaking out as as they woke up this morning uh their sky citadel has all of a sudden seen much more sky than they're used to ceiling has not exploded uh but all of a sudden it's not there as the excavation crews go up uh the cuts are perfectly sheer as if the this has been like expertly crafted the hole uh, but there's no debris no any indication on where that giant chunk of earth has gone and they are completely baffled in an emergency session uh, the council of Kragadon has gathered as many clerics and wizards and whatnot as possible to uh, cast all of their earth-shaping spells. They even found a very a kindly geokineticist uh, mm. to help. And by the end of two or three days, they have the whole all covered up again. Uh, when they wake up this next morning, the sunlight beams down on the city. The whole is back. And they try this a couple times, and it always returns the whole to the sky of Galarian. They're not super worried because the city is still fortified. Um, it's more of an inconvenience and bad for tanning season. The economy of the tanning booths has crumbled and with it Kragadon's economy altogether. Huh. That's 90% of a Sky Citadel's money though is the tanning booths. Uh, we jump across town to somebody who's not Directly uh, affected by the hole in the sky. Mr. Tony, Gina's husband. Gina's husband, I, I imagine, is his last name. That is correct. <laughs> uh, he's uh, at his office and uh, he sends his, the receptionist and any associates he has out on their lunch break. And he starts eating his, his lunch muffin. There's a knock on the door and <clears throat> swallows the bit of bread that's in his mouth real quick 
uh, and says, uh, who's there? Richard, would you like to say who's there? You know who it is. Well, I've never heard that voice, so actually I don't. Oh, shit. Wrong door. Sorry. Oh. Just kidding. It's Richard Kuklinski. I'm here to probably do something fucked up, bitch. <laughs> now you're Jesse. <laughs> Don't miss the white. <laughs> I feel like that's just how people talk to Gina's husband, though. <laughs> go, hurry up, come in, quick. All right, I go in. Why are you here? Usually I deal with your uh, associates. Well, sometimes the job needs to get done right. You don't send your associates when the job needs to get done right. I don't know what you're implying. I didn't really expect to see you. I've heard a lot about you, but never expected you to come into the office. How can I help? Well, would we, before we be, would you like a muffin? I'm so sorry. My manners. I have scones as well. I'll take. Remember, that. Richard used to be a baker, so. Yeah, I'll judge the quality of these harshly. Oh, okay. Uh, he slides the basket towards you. I take a bite of each. All right, they're very good. Anyway, the reason I'm here is because I'm going to need you to stop seeing any of my associates. And that's why they're not here. May, may I ask why? Um, you've heard a lot about me, right? From them, primarily, so mm. I don't know how much I can trust. Sure, yeah. Uh, well, uh, you know, I would say that use that information and make a wise decision about how much you want to press on this. Fair enough. So... I'm, I'm not going to come after you, but the associations that you have made have put me in a spot where I don't feel comfortable with my team members seeing you. I understand. He turns behind his filing, or to like a filing cabinet or whatever the medieval equivalent is, like a Rolodex or something. Uh, and then he he gets a card. Um, if, if any of them actually do need help for any mental instability or whatever, have them go see this guy. Uh, no mob connections he just help i don't want them to be without help but i if you think it's for the best i won't see them they're never without help they've got me that's sweet but no it's don't... not it's manipulative fair enough i was gonna say oftentimes bosses don't make the best therapist but if it's only that's... manipulation you want then i guess that works out it works out great I'll take um, your card, though. I suppose things aren't going to get much worse. They tell me you're had a change of heart in terms of what the family does. Yeah, we're refocusing a new direction. Like I said, I in this line of work, you never quite know who to trust, but I hope it goes well for you. You know exactly who to trust, and that's nobody. Fair enough. Well, if you ever need anything, you don't you have know to how that kind of offer to me. Fair enough. I take what I need. Goodbye. I was talking more. Shrink. I was talking more about the muffins, but bye. Oh, oh well, that I'm sorry. That was rude. <laughs> it's fine. 
Uh, Richard walks out of the office and we flash back. Uh, we see Charlie's brother Francis cut Charlie to pieces and Richard and Charlie's father show up and there's a flash of teleportation and they show up <coughs> back at the family mansion and as they arrive Richard angrily punches a wall and throws a vase on the ground and pulls out one of his short swords and pushes it to Charlie's father's neck. Weird. Who said you could murder that guy? He's my child. He's Francis's brother. If he's causing a problem in the family, we will most certainly do whatever whatever we choose to do. Well, then I hope you'll understand that I will do whatever I choose to do in response. I think you should leave, Richard. I was on my way out. Don't come back. We'll see about that. Richard does come back. That night, in fact. And as he's walking out the front door, uh, there is an explosion that shakes Krogodon that night. Richard is in the catacombs underneath the the, the reliquary uh, standing with Samana and Julian um, over shattered bits and pieces of the corpse of that the, the golem boy and uh, Samana and Julian are searching and Richard, hear voice in your head. Is this when we do it, Richard? You made a promise to me, you know. Richard, you're apprehensive. You made a promise to me, too. And it's that you'd let me dictate the terms of how this goes down. We'll get your job done. I don't. Hmm. It's fair enough. Are you not seeing progress in that regard? I just wish it would go a little faster. Some things take a while to develop. Samana kind of looks up and she says, Oh, it's not here. Of course it fucking isn't here. Nothing's ever where he says it's going to be. This is not ideal, certainly. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Richard, this is, this is becoming an issue. I don't know. So, so we couldn't find... We couldn't find the sword he wanted us down here because you couldn't keep control over those people, those elves, with the one that my sister was running around. We lost another one. I think at this point you're either going to have to give up yours or we're going to have split ways and we will come for it on our own ends. I wouldn't recommend that. Well, then what's your decision? As it's one or the other. Well, I wouldn't recommend either, but... In the latter case, I wouldn't recommend it for you. So, that's probably what we'll end up doing. I'll give you a head start. Out of respect, I'll report to him, say, I'll, I'll figure something out. Save yourself the trouble and don't worry about the head start. Oh, Alright. Uh, Beast Claw suddenly, in a, there's like a like a hotness in his words, like, as... as the message enters your brain like it like feels like your brain is overheating. And he, sa <clears throat> he says, 
this does not work. This is not how things are supposed to be going, Richard. I cannot end up in his hands. I cannot even risk that. You have to find a way to prevent that. And I know you have confidence in your abilities, but I cannot risk it. Well, what do you propose? Leave me here. I can turn I can turn invisible for a little while. Drop me here. Don't let them see. And I'll find my way into the hands of somebody else who can get this job done. The second I do that is the second that I lose any sort of leverage with you. And so I'm not going to. What do you want? It's to do this my way. I don't see Now, what is it going to take for us to part ways? Do you want her to be wealthy? Do you want her to be married? What do you want? The only thing that you could provide me would justify that in my head is for you to provide me with a sense of trust. What what is the trust you want? Do you... Because right now, if, if you have me, they're coming after you, and this thing that's going to be coming after you quite literally, has killed a god within the past couple days. Well, some gods are tougher than others. I think you... Listen. What if I come back? Well, I can... The the problem is, that is a what if. You know how I work. If I want to be back, I will be back. Drop me here until your... until the scent is off of you, and then I will come back. And then we can get your little family issues sorted out. You know what? You say... The issue you have with me is trust? That's correct. That's the issue I have with everyone, though. Don't take it personally. This might be the only way for me to prove myself that I am trustworthy. Drop me here. All right. If I don't return, if I don't return within three months, I will end myself. Squeeze my hilt. Draw a little blood from the thorns. Ooh-woo. Ooh-woo. All right. And I I will do that. You feel it, don't you? You feel the magic there? Ooh-woo. That's blood magic. There's inevitability tied in blood. If I don't keep my promise, I will expire. And you'll get to keep whatever I've given you. I won't be able to give you more. You won't be able to give me more. But for me, it's a permanent end. Seems we've got ourselves a deal. Good luck. Drop me in the, the metallic shards, and I will be back to you. And I will do that. As you start to walk out, Samana kind of eyes you and says it could have been different if only we worked this thing out better there's supposed to be something down here so many opportunities missed I hope you don't regret your decision Richard well I guess we'll see Uh, we move to the present day find ourselves in a small pub in a village a couple miles outside of last wall uh Richard is once again there. Uh he's at the bar. He grabs himself two drinks and uh whatever pastry that the bar has on tab. Imagine bars having pastries on tab. Uh <clears throat> he bites into it and he kind of winces and pushes it back. Uh <clears throat> he goes to the table and the camera as he sits down is focused on his face. And, I swear to God. Keep going. Uh, he sits down and pushes the drink across the table and he says, 
What are you going to do for me to make this right? Uh, the camera pans, and we see him drink a small sip of the ale that Richard has provided. And Julian says, It's not going to be easy. And that's the end of our broadcast week. Don't stop believing starts playing on the jukebox and the last thing that's even mark out the flag. podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Incorporated. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com forward slash community use. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. Iron Fang Invasion is copyright 2017. Iron Fang Invasion and the Pathfinder Adventure Bath are trademarks of Paizo.